0: This episode is sponsored by Moving Beyond the Page Homeschool Curriculum, How Children Want to Learn. Learn more at www.movingbeyondthepage.com. Welcome
1: to the Savvy Homeschool Moms Podcast, episode number 39. In this episode, the mom shared an interview with a work-at-home homeschooling dad and reviewed Power Rock's Magic Mom, where's my math book? Honey, where's my glasses?
0: Why is a dog wearing a tutu? Where are my shoes? Honey, is this one of your science projects in the fridge?
1: I'm hungry. I'm Tina. I'm Becky. And we're We're the the Savvy savvy Homeschool
0: Moms. So, Tina, what's the time code to skip to the end of our chit-chat this week? 16 minutes, 35 seconds.
1: So, Becky, what have you guys been up to?
0: Well, um, as most of our longtime listeners will know, uh, will remember, um, it is Rogue Festival season here in Fresno, um, which means most of my brain cells have been rented out to them for about the next six weeks. (laughs) So I probably should tell you guys what the Rogue Festival is since I talk about it so much. The Rogue (laughs) Festival is an independent arts festival that goes on here in Fresno in the spring every year. And, um, I'm a part of it. I take care of their website and their social media and all that kind of stuff. And, um, it's very exciting. This year we have 69 shows in eight venues. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, we have music, we have dancing, we have, um, um, hp lovecraft with puppets which i'm really looking forward to seeing cool. um just across the board all sorts of different kinds of um, performing arts and um it's a lot of work uh, but it's mm-hmm. tons of fun and i really love doing it so um that's where a lot of my brain has been lately i'm mm-hmm. uh, just trying to get that all ready get their website updated and, and ready to go so um, but in addition to that, um, what, two weeks ago we had, uh, a make- a maker fair down at the kids charter school.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. The kids it's had really so fun. much fun at that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, it got us all hyped up for the one that's going to be here in Fresno in April, um, oh, at yes. the Fresno art museum. <laughs> Can't Yay. wait. I know. <laughs> Super excited. Um, as I mentioned before, the kids got new Kindles for Christmas and I found a new way to use them. Um. Hmm. We were reading the Man in the Iron Mask comic book that you recommended, oh, yeah. And um, I had bought it, went ahead and bought it from Amazon because um, the wait was going to be too long at the library, and it was only like five bucks, so it wasn't a big deal. And I figured out that I could load it onto both of their Kindles so that they can flip through and look at the pictures and follow along with me while I'm reading it on my iPad, and then I don't have to hold the iPad up, you know, preschool story time mm-hmm. style, and flip Very the pages. Cool. Yeah. yeah, and they. They could click on the individual uh, comic panels and it would make it bigger so they could look at the pictures and everything.
1: Oh, that's really cool.
0: That yeah, was really awesome. And um, so I'm going to look for more ways that we can do things like that with the Kindles because mm-hmm. you know, when we got them, might as well use them, right?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, uh, also, that same week of Maker's Fair, we had a midnight pancake birthday party for a friend of ours.
1: <laughs>
0: he was turning 13 and we had a surprise party for him at IHOP at midnight and um as you you know you would expect there wouldn't be a whole lot of kids there at midnight but um <laughs> uh, with the exception of you guys
1: Yeah my kids were it would have turned into pumpkins they don't make it that late at night. <laughs> yeah,
0: we were all that we took over a whole section of IHOP and um it was fantastic. We had a great time and he was suitably shocked and impressed and I, I think he cool. was happy with the outcome. So <laughs> Yeah, that was nice. And let's see what else. Oh my gosh, season three of Sherlock.
1: Yeah Oh,
0: completely blown away completely <laughs> blown away i i as always i will speak no spoilers but <laughs> i have to say that that the, the cliffhanger at the end of three while it wasn't as big as the end of two it was wow it was amazing <laughs> and it makes me super happy that the bbc is pushing for a christmas special to start oh, yeah. season four so we may get a an episode for christmas Only 2014
1: months only 11 months to wait. <laughs> still, it's still not two years. <laughs> I know, I know. Let's well. try to think
0: positively. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I'm I'm just happy. And it, what would really be cool is if they, we do get a Christmas, we also have um, Doctor Who coming back in the fall. So we'll have Sherlock and Doctor Who at the same Ooh, time. We'll
1: be in bliss.
0: I know. And then we'll all be laying around like sad sex when it's all over going,
1: wait, <laughs> wait, it's gone. It's <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
0: so how about you guys? What have you guys been up to?
1: Well, we're still enjoying this lovely weather, although it's so wrong. It's just sixty and seventy degree weather in January is just wrong. You know? it is. <laughs> Even really in is. California. It's it's supposed to be we're supposed to have rain, you know. I'm sure everybody knows from the news that we're going through the worst drought. Well, they say I've seen some that say that's the worst drought in history. I don't oh know my- if that's true or not, but I did read that in a couple of places that they're saying recorded history or something. I don't know. Wow. But um I wouldn't know. I haven't lived here forever, so <laughs> <laughs> but I'll go by the what they say. But um yeah, so we've been having a really good time, um, enjoying the weekly park days with our friends. Um and uh sorry, sorry for all of this for those of you stuck in the cold states. I know you guys are having the coldest weather ever right now. It's pretty yeah that's pretty disappointing to hear (laughs) yeah but but i remember i used to live in new jersey although it's not as it's colder now than it was when I lived there. <laughs> right. So, but anyway, Uh let's see. I've been journaling more lately. I, I've, I've been a big journaler in the past and I used to, I went through a lot of long period of time where I journaled every single day because it just was very therapeutic for me. And I get so caught up in life that I just, you know, with kids and everything, I just put it down. So lately I've just been compelled to, to journal. I don't know. I just feel compelled to sit down and write down my thoughts, all these thoughts going on in my head and it feels really good. I really enjoy it. And I think it's a good example for the kids too. So yeah, some, some point maybe I can try to get them involved in doing their own journals. I just, I don't want to force them though. I don't want to make it something that they have to do. I want them to want to do it. So yeah. I'm trying to- figure out how to do that still but i've for never really got
0: that i've never got the journaling thing no it's... no oh, i
1: was so addicted I, I think it started when i had all this heartache oh drama of teenage and 20s somethings you know all boy troubles of course oh of course and i had to write about it because i was so upset so it just really really helped to get it all on paper and then i got to the point where anytime anything really super happy happened it was just really i had to share it you know and yeah, then I just went through a period of time where I just got to the habit of just writing almost every day. Not every day. I have a whole box full of all my old journals from years and years. Going back through, I don't think I was doing it in high school, but um, out probably college. My college years I have a yeah. lot of stuff in there. I don't want my kids ever to read. So. Well, yeah, that, that's <laughs> what
0: I'm thinking. You know, one day, you know. Uh, yeah no
1: there have been times when i've gone back because i had to look up where what where was i when i you know like i know it was somewhere around this time and i've had to look something up and i'll be like oh yeah that's what it was you know that's, that's kind of cool but it's really hard to find because there was a period of time where i i did it so frequently that it was um there's a lot there's a lot written <laughs> a lot <laughs> of stupid stuff a lot of the same stuff but i think the stuff that i write while my kids are little is pretty cool because at some point there might be um, I don't know that I'll ever just hand them over my journals even when I die I don't think that they need to read my journals but like all of them like there's maybe I'll edit them at some point and pull stuff out that you know on my you, deathbed Yeah, <laughs> and so
0: you probably should designate someone as like official journal burner when you die Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> I know right so, I, uh, there's stuff that I love, like, going back, like, when Tyrion is going through something, I can't remember if Maven went through the same phase at the same age, I'll go look it up, and it's kind of cool to see, oh, God, yeah, I'm posting, I'm posting, like, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in Facebook mode, <laughs> posting, yeah, <laughs> I'm writing about stuff that's, like, the same kind of thing, so I'm like, oh, must be the age, you know, so that's kind of <laughs> cool, but yeah, I've been getting more into it, still not doing it every day, but I really enjoy curling up in this little comfy chair that I have in there in the sun, in the morning, the Sun shines right on it, and I curl up with the cats, and it's it's nice. Cats always immediately want to come sit in that sunny spot. So, (laughs) so anyway, and it forces me to slow down, also, not to be constantly at the mercy of all these to do lists that are if they're not on paper or on my phone, they're in my head. (laughs) (laughs) So, it forces me to slow down, which I need, especially being as ADD as I am. (laughs) (laughs) I have to slow down, so it feels good. I like it. Let's see. Uh, another thing that happened is that I've discovered that the kids enjoy starting their homeschool day off with some quiet reading time in our uh, sunny big room. We call it the big room. It's the garage conversion. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, um, so that was really cool. We've only done it in a couple of days, but they enjoyed that. So I'm gonna, I gotta try to remind myself to keep trying that at least a couple times a week. Um, just sitting there, all three of us with our own books and just reading. I've been wanting to do that for a while and it just kind of accidentally happened recently and they liked it. So I'm like, yeah, oh, that's pretty cool. So as long as i keep them fed with their chapter books new chapter books so oh yeah they're whizzing through books but we'll talk about that at books <laughs> <laughs> but they are, but we're having a good, good time with that and that's forcing me it also forces me to sit down and and read a book as well which as you know is hard for me <laughs> <laughs> so uh let's see yes maker fair was really fun we also did art day at the at our local um, uh, at the at the fresno cuz the maker fair um, that we did was down at the Visalia, um, Eleanor Roosevelt campus, which for those who don't know is our, um, our homeschool charter that we, Becky and I attend with our kids. And, um, the art day was at our Fresno chapter. And so that was really fun. The kids had a good time with that. And let's see. Oh, Tieran is really enjoying his little passport subscription. Um, I think it's littlepassports.com, um, Mm -hmm. who actually we, um, will be reviewing at some point in the future. Um, but, uh, very soon, actually, because I think you've gotten them, you've got some as well now, right? Yes. So that will be cool to talk about together. But, um, right now, Tieran is really having a blast. Every time that comes in, the, the, the package comes in, he's like, oh, yay! He gets all excited. And so, um, because we actually continued past the review subscription, we got a couple of copies from to review, and my mom um, was asking for Christmas gifts, and I said, tieran loves Little Passports. How about we extend that um, further if you're interested? And she said, oh, that would be great. So my mom has continued that subscription for Little Passports, so tieran now gets it every month, and he's very happy about that. And that's, um, for those people who don't know, it's like a... It's a little, you get a little letter from, um, <clears throat> Sam and Sophia with these little cartoon characters. You get a little letter from them each month and they're in a different country and you get different things come in the mail about that country and you get a little sticker for your passport and a sticker for your map. They have really cool maps and, um, and it's really, it's neat. So I'll give the full review when we get to that, but, um, on another episode, but yeah, really, really like little passports. Let's see. Um. Recently, I was really proud of myself because I actually sat down and got all our student pages for science all sorted out and got them all stuck in folders. It was a really big deal because every time we went to go do science, I was so unprepared. <laughs> I was like, um, where is this? <laughs> <And> I'm <laughs> like, I'm not planning very well. Where the heck did I put it? So yeah, I finally sat down last weekend and got everything into folders and I'm like, oh my God, I feel so organized. Is this That's what Becky awesome. feels like?
0: <laughs> you know. Oh wait, wait, wait! I remembered something else that I was so proud of that happened oh, this yeah? last week. Can I interject it really quick because yeah, it's yeah, science related? It. I yeah. finally figured out how to print on the school
1: printer from my oh, iPad. Yeah.
0: Oh, fun! So I printed off all of our science pages
1: for the rest <laughs> of the year. <laughs> That's very cool. Yay. Yeah, I can do that from my um my my new printer. I can print from my iPhone. It's very cool. Same idea. (laughs) I was really excited when Maven was on my computer and I was like, Oh, I have to print something. And I'm like, Oh, I can do it from my phone.
0: (laughs) Wireless printers are the best thing ever.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. So let's see. So that was really cool to have all that sorted. And, um, any, any organizational stuff like that, that I succeed at is a really big accomplishment for me. So I'm happy. (laughs) Let's see. The kids are doing really good in keeping up with their math. They're still chugging along at that. So, um, I really that makes me happy too. Um, Tiran is actually like amazing at math and he hates doing it still, but um <laughs> but we I try to make it fun and silly and sometimes and I'll write for him a lot because he just hates having to do all the writing and that's fine. I still make him do plenty, you know, doing doing enough writing to practice his writing still, but um I, I'm like as long as he's doing the math in his head, I can write it down for him, you know. So. Yeah. So I do that a lot all and we've been Skipping things, if he's got the concept. Like, you do that too, huh, with your kids? Uh-huh. You skip stuff if they already have the the hang of it, and we don't need to do 20 more problems. <laughs> so, although the good thing, Math Mammoth doesn't really have... I don't think that they have excessive um, amounts of that, but, um, but enough sometimes where he's really got it that I'll skip. So... Um, let's see uh the kids are reading like crazy yay um yeah i'll list all the books in the book section but um yeah i can't believe how much they're totally getting into reading again and um they're always not always but frequently have a book in front of them and uh so i've been working really hard as because they're whizzing through these series so much actually maven's been reading books from her shelf that she owns but but for tiran um I've been trying to make sure to keep him supplied and it's, it's a big job because he reads fast. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been working hard on that, but uh, let's see. We got another, we had another library trip with our list that I mentioned in, I believe it was the last episode. Um, I have a little card that I give each of the kids and I write down what I want them to look for. So I'll say, you know, one history book, one biography, you know, and I change it up each time. So I'll still have like, like I still have been doing, some of them repeating, but some new ones. So I'll do like one craft book. And then this week I did um one poetry book and um that kind of thing. And so, and while I was there, I was looking on the shelves to see what other sections there are that I wasn't thinking of. And I jotted it down to myself so I could make new cards for the next time. And that works really well for my, my kids who I know I've mentioned in previous episodes, don't really enjoy library trips for some reason. So I'm trying to get them to be a little more into it and have to explore the shelves more. Cause usually they'll just go park themselves with one book and, Let me pick everything out. (laughs) So, and if I say, we're going to the library, they're like, do we have to? (laughs) Oh
0: my goodness. They
1: like reading the books. That's what's the weird part. I know I've said this many times. They love reading the books. They just don't like picking them out. So I'm forcing them to pick them out and it seems to be helping. So, uh, let's see. Um, we're exploring our Roku channel some more. We just discovered, well, I didn't discover it. I knew I had added the Smithsonian channel to our lineup. Have you guys looked at the Smithsonian channel?
0: No, because the Roku's in my room, you know.
1: Oh. <laughs> we added the Smithsonian channel and um, I had never looked at it. And so then I was looking at it the other day and Tiran was wanting to watch something. I'm like, well, why don't you watch a documentary? Because we haven't watched any of that in a while. And um, he found this, this show on Titanoboa. Have you heard mm-hmm. of this? It's like mm-hmm. the biggest recorded snake in history. Like they found a uh, vertebra of it. And it's supposed to be like the biggest snake ever recorded or something. It's this massive, bigger than anaconda, it's just enormous, <gasps> prehistoric, I think. So yeah, pretty impressive. They were really, that was an hour and a half long documentary and they sat riveted to it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and that was thanks to our Roku. So um, let's see, I think that's pretty much it. We were really excited that we got to start our um classes last this last week and uh, oh yeah really happy to be back in the swing of things with that we'll start doing our monday wednesday classes next week this week we only had wednesday because monday of course was a holiday but um yeah so really happy to be back in classes with our friends Mm -hmm. so that's what we've been up to uh what have you guys been reading now oh well let's see
0: danielle is still um working on the warrior cat series we have now moved on to warrior powers of three um (laughs) She finished the second one and the third one, actually, and now she's waiting for the fourth one to come in from the library, and she's very upset because she's, like, second out of two, and it's Uh going forever to come back in, and she's gotten used to this instant gratification Uh of them coming in right away when she wants them. Um, But while she was waiting, she read a really great book called Dewey the Library Cat. Oh, I heard of that. Yeah, it's about a kitten that got abandoned in a, a book return thing, and the library adopts it, and then it just lives oh. in the library. It's super cute, true story. Um, neat little pictures in it and everything. It was, and, and so then after she finished reading it, we went and went on YouTube and found some news reports about the cat, so we could actually see the the cat. It was cool. Um, see, Jack Jack's been reading various superhero related DK readers. We love the DK readers. Mm-hmm. And um, so we've got a new way of doing it now. I have him pick out one or two words that he or, that are his to read. And usually it's like the superhero's names or something like that because that's what he's interested in. But I always make him pick a couple so he can't just go Batman, 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 Batman. <laughs> and then what I do is I'll read the sentence and then I'll pause where the word is. And he'll have to look to see what the first letter of the word is and try to figure out what goes there. Oh. Yeah, it's working really well. And then also, um, there's this great series of books called We Both Read, and I don't know if you've seen these or not. They're, um, they're nonfiction, and um, they're two-sided. So the left side page has a lot of big words, and it's a whole paragraph, and that's for the parent to read. And then the other side has like one sentence, you know, with oh, cool. smaller, simpler words for the child to read. So you read the book together. Oh, that's,
1: um, well, that's
0: like the Usborne books. They yes, that. yes. It's a lot like the Usborne books, except it's nonfiction, which is... Oh, very cool what my kids suck up, you know, they, they they want the nonfiction, so it's pretty awesome, and let's see, me, I am reading The Maze Runner, which is one of those, you know, um, new in books, I think there's a movie coming out about it, but it's also a, a dystopian future book, which you know, I love the good dystopian oh, yeah. futures, and um, so far, I'm enjoying it a lot, and then I finished Nevermore, a novel of Love, Loss, and Edgar Allan Poe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really awesome. It was like a fictionalized story about Edgar Allan Poe going to this small town to work on writing his book and all of these mysterious things going on. I didn't expect a whole lot out of it because I got it for free somewhere. I don't remember. But it was really good. I really enjoyed it. And if you like Edgar Allan Poe and you like creepy stories, it definitely would recommend it.
1: Very cool. Yeah. What about you guys? What have you been reading? Oh, my gosh. My kids have been devouring books lately. It's insane. Um Let's see. Maven finished the Witch and Wizard series that um I think I had mentioned before that she'd already read the first two but she reread them um after she got the third book for Christmas so she's now read the first all three of them. She reread the first two and read the third one that she got for Christmas and um actually the fourth book is sitting at on hold at the library which if I if we get done early enough I may have to go pick up tonight for her. <laughs> they close at 7. But um <clears throat> so she's she's she worked on those then she started to reread some of her guardians of Gahul books um i guess there's a few in the middle that are um nine ten and i want to say nine ten and eleven or eight nine and ten i can't remember but anyway there's um a few of them in the middle that she said that just confused her when she read them in order because it kind of went back in time and explained things so i think she just kind of skimmed them or something the first time so she picked those up and read all those again um well, the ones I have written down are The Rise of a Legend and The First Collier. And then she, I think she's still working on The Coming of Hool. I don't think she's finished it. She, she seems to have gotten off track the last few days because she's been so into other projects. But um, let's see. And Tyrion got in the mail after Christmas, got the whole Spiderwick Chronicles series nice yeah all five of them and um because i had put them on his wish list for christmas and my mother-in-law had purchased them and they didn't come in till after christmas well as soon as they came in he sat down and read all five of them like back to back like zoom like in oh a few days gosh. <laughs> i was just like holy cow <laughs> so that's by tony d terlizzi terlizzi i don't know, I how know. How um so then he um was totally in the zone of reading a lot. So we went to the library and we found him, a cha- he found himself a chapter book called Rowan of Rin based entirely on the creepy artwork. So apparently he's into these <laughs> nice <laughs> like, creepy, not creepy, but I find it creepy. He obviously doesn't, but it's like these, dr- they're dragons, but they're like, or they're something dragon-like or monsters or something. I don't know. <laughs> they're like serpentine and they're kind of like angry-looking and so. And he was just like, oh, I gotta read this. So we found the first book. Luckily, they had it. It's called *Rowan of Rin* by Emily Rada, who, as soon as I saw that, I noticed on the shelf. Like I noticed right away because Emily Rada is also the author of another favorite series that Dave and I read years ago called the Fairy Realm series. And she also is the author of the Dragons of Del Tora series that I know I've mentioned before that Maven has read. So I was like, "Oh, I know she's a good author. So you got to read these. These look good." So he's like loving those, and now he finished that one, and then he's been waiting and waiting, waiting for the next book to come in, and um, it just came in. So again, I'm gonna have to pick that up tonight.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think my old, I think Michael read the Del Torah. Oh, really? Yeah, like she's Del- got a whole bunch of them. Del Tora, uh, They were Scholastic books. They were skinny mm-hmm. little things. Yeah, yeah Michael. My oldest read those. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, there's a whole bunch of them. And I didn't know it was the same author as these. The Fairy Realm series were so good that when Maven, for some reason, Maven lost interest at one point, and I kept ordering them from the library because they were so good. They're real quick reads. They mm-hmm. were really, really good. So now I want to go back and read them all. But, um, and now uh, he, actually, while he was waiting for Rowan of Rin, um, the next series of Spiderwick Chronicles came in, because there's a Beyond the Spiderwick Chronicles uh, trilogy. So he's uh, started reading the Nixie Song, and that's also Tony D. Terlizzi, how however you say it. Um, and then he kind of has lost... Uh, I think he forgot where they were and forgot about them, so i got to put them in front of him again, because <laughs> he hasn't been reading the last couple of days, but... So anyway, that's what they've been reading. And then together we finished E. the Brave by Cornelia Funk, who you may recognize as the author of the Inkheart series. Yes. Fabulous book. Another girl power book. I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> another. This one was a, a girl, a princess, another princess. But this is a princess who didn't want to be like your typical princess. She wants to be a knight. So <laughs> she's nice. all about being a knight. And she's the one that has to go and like save her family and. And her pa- they're all magic and then their parents accidentally turned themselves into pigs <laughs> when, <laughs> just when a bad guy was coming to try and take over. And so she has to go and solve the whole problem. She's like a 12 year old kid in an armor, in armor that her parents got her for her birthday, specially designed for her. So she's like really cool. cool. She's like really <laughs> kick butt. I love it. And um, so anyway, uh, and then we started reading Marie Antoinette, the princess of, or princess of Versailles. Um, and it, coincidentally, this is one of those um, historical fictions that you see, the the Royal Diaries, I think they're called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Royal Diaries. And um, I was looking at it the other day and I didn't, because I never pay attention to the authors on those books because there's so many, you know, on the on the Royal Diaries series. Oh, and yeah. uh, and I looked and I went, Maven, Maven, look, look at the author. It's Catherine Lasky. It's the same author as the Guardians of series. Oh series. <laughs> so I'm like just is gonna be good you know so totally different book obviously this is like um uh this is and uh, marie antoinette from 13 to 14 age 13 to 14 all through her um have, being prepared to marry the the future king of france and then the dauphin yes that is that how you say it i always yeah. say often
0: <laughs> uh, yeah well i watch uh, there's a marie antoinette movie that's by um Francis Ford Coppola's daughter, Sophia Coppola, uh, called I think it's called Marie Antoinette, and um, and that's where I learned to pronounce Dauphin.
2: (laughs) Oh,
1: see, I'm horrible at French, so I know I'm massacring everything that I'm reading in this, but um, but yeah, it's a good book. It's really good. It's talking about you know from her perspective as a 13 year old girl writing in a diary, and um, just like all the rest of the royal diaries, and it's it's interesting stuff. So, Um, and it's a nice. it's a nice change from all the fantasy. I love reading the fantasy, but I want to kind of try to broaden the kids' horizons too, and read some other stuff too. So, so and and then since we're focusing on science right now, um, that's our that's our social studies for the time for the time being. <laughs> Just reading that non, that uh, historical fiction. So, uh, so we're working our way through that, and then actually we're most of the way through it now. We may even have it done before we leave on our vacation, upcoming vacation. Cool. So, and for me, I have been working on several books. Um, I got the audio book of the seven habits of highly effective people by Stephen R. Covey, um, which I'm sure most people have heard of. Um, I'm finding it really dry, <laughs> Yeah. but I find that when I'm really in the zone and I'm listening and paying attention, I can get some real jewels out of it. I know it has fabulous information in it and everybody talks about how great this book is. So I'm like taking it in little pieces and I don't want to, it's not the kind of thing that I can just listen to if I'm not ready to really listen. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not really able to do it while I'm doing dishes and unless I'm really in the zone, you know, so I have to really like, maybe when I go grocery shopping or something, I don't know. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, so really I need to really focus on it. So I, yeah, slowly working my way through that. And then I started reading the total, or it's called Total Home Makeover, a 20 day plan to renew your space and spirit by Renee Metzler. Mm-hmm. Um, this is an ebook that I bought off Amazon because I heard her interviewed on a, on a podcast. I don't remember which one. And, um, a lot of it is kind of common sense and stuff you've always heard of before. But the one thing that I've really taken away from this is where she talks about how you should, you got to get yourself and your own, your own self on a schedule or on task first and then work on your family, bringing your family in and then work on your house like getting your house set up it's kind of a different way of looking at it. So I was intrigued and I had to check it out. So, so it's pretty good so far. It's like I said, a lot of it's like, Oh, I already know that. And <laughs> yeah. But, and it's not the best organ. It's not organized. Totally great, but it's, it's pretty good. So slowly working my way through that. I like read a bunch and I skim a bunch and it's also got a lot of religious content in it. So I, I, yeah, over those parts, but, um, but it's not hard. You just, paging (laughs) and then um, (laughs) and then there's um, uh, another book that I got from hearing somebody interviewed Lisa Schusterman was interviewed I believe it was on the social sociable homeschoolers podcast with Vivian McNinney um, and it's called around the world in easy ways a guide to planning long-term travel with or without your kids Mm -hmm. and um, I'm not really interested in taking a year off and going around the world although it sounds intriguing but it's I thought I could pull like little bits of wisdom in how to travel you know traveling to foreign countries and stuff with your kids because I really want to do this someday it's not gonna any time in the near future no way we can afford it now but i'm gonna it's never gonna happen if I don't start planning and trying to find a way to make it happen so I'm reading this to kind of get some ideas and kind of inspire me to to work harder at putting money away and figuring out a way to make it happen someday so Awesome. That's a really good book, um, talking about this one family who took a whole year off and traveled around the world for a year. So that's what I'm reading. And, oh, and I thought it was really interesting when we, um, I was logging in some books recently. I was out of curiosity um, on Goodreads because I use Goodreads for logging everything. Mm-hmm. I went in to see how many books we read last year, and we read 22 books together. Those are the books that I read aloud to them at bedtime or during school time. And then Maven to herself read forty-seven books, and Tyrion read thirty-nine books wow. last year to himself, which I thought that was
0: really that's, impressive. That is pretty amazing. <laughs> I see. I don't have any of those numbers. I just have my own, and I read forty-three, I think, last year.
1: Very cool.
0: Yeah, I, I think about forty-three, but that's the only one I keep track of.
1: Oh, I didn't. I didn't even write down what mine were. Uh, let me see. Actually, now I'm really curious how many. I think I only read like twenty something for myself, but. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't count the books that I read aloud to the kids. So really, I read more than that, you know. <laughs> right.
0: No, definitely. But,
1: uh, let's see. I, I actually, the way I can find that out is because, I mean, the way I can, I track that with my kids is every year I make them a new shelf. So I have a shelf that's 2014 read aloud to Tyr and then 2014 Tyr read to himself. Yeah. And I just no, track them that way.
0: You are so much more organized in that area than I am.
1: <laughs> I just really like to see the numbers. It's exciting to see how many how many they read. Uh, let's see, 2013, read for myself 24 books. Woohoo. Not 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 fabulous, but then, you know, add that 22 that I read to the kids, too. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I always do the, every year I do the uh, challenge. So you set up, through Goodreads, you set up how many books you want to read for the year, and it keeps track for you. And last year, I think I started with 25, and then I had to keep upping it because I oh yeah. it. And I was like, <laughs> so I literally, I just opened the page, and I'm starting my new challenge. I'm setting it for 40 this year. Very cool. This shouldn't be hard for you to do. I'm already two books behind schedule. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other funny thing is it tells you you're on
1: schedule or you're on track. Or, oh, you're behind. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever be able to. I have a hard enough time keeping track of all this stuff with my kids. I don't think I'd be able to keep myself on track. with. Books. <laughs> I can't even do the other stuff. But oh well. It's it's fun. I really like it. I have, if you look in, anybody wants to go check out my Goodreads account, it's goodreads.com forward slash Tina Mama, T-I-N-A-M-A-M-A. And um, you can see all my shelves in there. And you can see, I go all the way back. Because I used to track it on a spreadsheet before I had Goodreads with Maven, all the books that she read, or I read to her. And then when she started reading, And so I put I even went back and I put all the books in there from over the years. And then I started putting shelves in there for um, historical fiction and nonfiction picture books that I really like because I want to remember them to come back to them again later when we revisit this time period again or whatever. So and I've been putting a lot of history and science nonfiction picture books in there um, that I really, really like. So um, and some of them I'll probably eventually purchase because some of them are really good. So cool.
0: So we've added some new affiliate program links that we'd like to let you guys know about. Including Amazon.com, which, as everyone knows, is your source for anything and everything, oh, yeah. Discount School Supplies, where we buy all of our art supplies, and Audible.com, where you can get a free audiobook just for signing up. Mm-hmm. So um, we'd really appreciate it if you guys would click those links on our homepage, especially if you're going to be buying something anyways. Why not support your favorite homeschool podcast at the same time?
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: And now we'd like to give some time to our sponsors.
1: This episode of the Savvy Homeschool Moms is brought to you by Moving Beyond the Page, the homeschool curriculum that I use for science, social studies, and language arts. I get to read great books, do creative projects and activities, and learn critical thinking skills. Learn more at www.movingbeyondthepage.com and use the coupon code SAVVYMOMS for free shipping on your next order. And now we'd like to give some listener recognition. Um, This time we have, um, I stumbled across an email that had come in quite a while ago. I'm embarrassed to say how long, so I won't. (laughs) (laughs) It was from a listener who had some neat things to say about um, our show. So I thought I'd share it today even though it's late. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So if it's, if this is from you, I'm so sorry. Um, She said not, she asked us not to share her name. So I can't say her name, but um, if this is your email, I am so sorry. It took us so long to get to it. It got lost in the inbox, which sometimes happens. So, Mm. so she says, I found your podcast using Stitcher and it was the first step into figuring out if homeschooling will be something we will seriously pursue. That is really cool. Mm. (laughs) I have to thank you for all the information you pack into those episodes. Through you, I have found the podcasts in homeschool.com and the one with the British lady. She's referring to sociable homeschooler, which is Vivian McNinney. Uh, Looked at the virtual academy and connections. They should pay you, by the way. (laughs) That's funny. Watched The Amazing Race on YouTube. Found the elephant and piggy books that my son adores and remembered that I have a library we were not using enough. Wow. So thank you very, very much, unnamed listener. (laughs) Awesome. So now we'd like to um, do a
0: review. Um, We often get asked to try out new products and um, to let our listeners know about them. So today we'd like to thank Power Rock USA for sending us a Power Rock Magic Stick.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Let me tell you about this thing. This is from the website. It says, this compact and lightweight mobile charger will quickly become the must-have for any person on the go. The Magic Stick 2800MAH is the perfect size for any pocket, purse, or backpack. Never get stuck with a dead phone or other mobile device again. The Magic Stick is easy to use and carry. A single USB port and corresponding cable with micro to USB connections let you charge a variety of devices seamlessly. This cable can also be used to charge the Magic Stick from any high current USB port. A single button illuminates when pressed and shows the power capacity via a colored LED light so you know... At a glance how much charge is left the magic stick also features a smooth brushed aluminum finish and is available in a variety of colors and includes a drawstring carry case that keeps it protected and handy for use just grab go and get charged up with the magic stick so tina tell me about your use of the magic stick
1: oh my gosh i love this thing it works really really great and it is very convenient um i've only noticed uh one full charge on the site it says that it can get up to one and a half charges out of it but um for the iphone 5 i think other ones it's supposed to get two but i only get like one charge out of it but really that's all i need because um, i you know i just kind of i need it when especially when i'm in the house and um uh i don't want to have to be without my phone mm-hmm. <laughs> Which sometimes happens like I want to do dishes and I really want to listen to a podcast and oh no, it's like almost dead. (laughs) I I don't have to go sit and wait for it to charge. I just plug in my little power stick, stick that in my back pocket, stick my phone in my front pocket, put my earbuds in and I'm good to go. And uh, I don't have to um, worry about sitting by a cord. (laughs) Yeah. But um, the one thing that I should note though is it does get warm when it's charging, um, which it doesn't get hot though. I noticed I don't think... It got particularly hot. Have you noticed?
0: Um, no, not definitely not uncomfortably hot, but you yeah. definitely will notice that it gets it does warm. get warm.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that's it. Didn't get to the point where I felt like it could be a, a safety hazard of any kind. So right, it does get warm. Um, I do need to get another iPhone cord. We were talking earlier. Um, off, off. I was it on off camera, off camera, <laughs> off camera, <laughs> off yeah. mic, whatever. We were talking before about how you just got your own. A new cord, which is uh, something I need to do because um, right now I have to unplug the cord that I use for my charger, um, and and roll it up and stick it in the bag, which is probably not good for the cord to roll up that much. And then it's just a pain because I got to keep moving it back and forth. So I'm gonna get a little cord to stick in the bag, mm-hmm. and um, and then I'm good to go. So it's 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 really cool. I really love it. So. Um, the LED colors took a little getting used to for me. I'm not sure why they didn't just do red, yellow, green. But they did blue is full, green is about half, and red is almost empty. Yep. So um, you know, once you get used to that, it's not a huge deal. But, and my husband's jealous, and he wants one too.
0: <laughs> well, see, that's my big problem is my husband keeps stealing mine. He keeps taking <laughs> it with him to work. And so I've only actually used it a few times. But um, it's been working really well for him um, because he's out on the road not always right next to someplace that he can charge his phone and he definitely needs his phone to be working when he's out and about. Um, it's a safety to, you know, to make sure he has his phone. So um, he's been using it and it's been working really well for him. And um, I agree that having a shorter cord is way handy. I, I just got them in the mail today. I got them through Amazon. So mm-hmm. click on those links. You can get one too. And um, it's fantastic. It's only like, the whole thing is, like, three inches long, fits perfectly in the drawstring bag with the little um, power rock. And um, I got a purple one. What color did you say you got? I got red. You got red. Yeah. I like, my pur- I like purple. It's my favorite color. <laughs> That's it, okay. <laughs> yeah. And they, it's great that they have them in so many colors you can match them to your outfits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I like it because it's small enough. I, I carry a really small purse. Like, the only the only requirement of a purse of mine is it has to fit my, my iPad mini. And so... I oh carry a really small purse and it fits perfectly in there. It's not this big, huge thing. And it's so nice to know that if I'm out and about and my battery dies, I'm not going to have to be without my phone, right. you know, or my iPad or whatever, or I'm not stuck sitting in my van charging it.
1: I right. Exactly. That. Yeah. Like if I'm going to the park, I'm, I'm really happy that I, that I know that I don't have to stress about it now. Cause I do have, cause there have been times when I've been like, I think I'm going to sit in the car and charge it just a few more, <laughs> yeah. just a few more minutes. Cause I'm, I know I'm going to be at the park for a while and, yeah, and, and it, like I said, I only need it for one for one yeah. chart, really, because I then and just plug it back in because it does come with the cord to plug it into the computer. You do yes. have that that cord does come with it. So, um, but yeah, I uh, I love it. Yeah, it's
0: fantastic. So, um, thank you so much to Power Rock. Yes. Uh, and if this sounds like something that might be useful to you, please feel free to visit them at powerrocksusa.com, and we will have the link to that in our show notes as well.
1: Yes, or buy them through Amazon, <laughs> or buy them through Amazon through our
0: little link. That yeah, you could yeah. do that too, and you know that would be fantastic. <laughs> we'd, we'd appreciate it. <laughs> so now we'd like to share with you an interview we did with our friend Mike, a homeschooling work-at-home dad. So, we're joined on the show today by our friend, Mike Ramirez. Um, he is a local friend who is a homeschooling dad, which we will get to talking to you about in a moment. But, um, he is going to talk to us today, um, about homeschooling while working from home. So, hi, Mike.
2: Hey guys, how's it going?
0: Great. How about you?
2: Uh, the kids are in bed, so I would say mission accomplished.
0: There you go. Oh, I'm yeah. jealous. It's only eight. My kids to be up for another three hours.
2: <laughs> My kids would, but a birthday was involved, so oh, some, right. sugar, some sugar overdosing kind of helped push bedtime along, so yes. we're good.
0: Yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to kind of do this in like a, just a conversational sort of way instead of doing the whole ask and reply thing, because Tina and I have stuff that we want to talk about too, because all three of us work from home while homeschooling. Right. So we all have something to give to the conversation. But to start out, since our listeners don't know you yet, can you just tell us a little bit about your family and that sort of thing?
2: Yes, of course. So... I have two daughters that uh, that currently live with me, uh, six and and now nine year old as of today. <laughs> yeah. And um, my wife and I are going through a divorce at the moment, so so we're we're sorting through all of that, and um, we're you know we're we're taking that one step at a time, and the kids are doing really well with that. And I have a nineteen year old son from a previous relationship who uh, does not live in the area, but we are in constant contact with each other. So.
0: Very cool. Yeah. And um, how long have you been homeschooling?
2: Let's see. Well, Sophie's nine now, so I would say eight years.
0: I love that answer. (laughs) And can you um, give us an idea of why you decided to homeschool?
2: We had her at a public preschool, and that was enough. (laughs) At that level. We saw the, the herding, the herd mentality being put on the kids already, and just the social pressure to fit into boxes, even in preschool. You're the artist. You're the, you're the artist. Oh, you're the smart one. Oh, you're the dancer, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's all crowd control stuff. It's just the way to keep the kids in line. But Sophie was already having, you know, bad reactions to that. And, um, that was enough. Oh man, that was enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can, I can understand that. And um, something we ask all of our um, interviewees: Do you follow a specific educational philosophy?
2: You know, uh, I would say, I would say the philosophy that best fits what I do with them, what we do with them, is eclectic.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most people do.
2: Yeah, we we used to be um, dyed in the wool unschoolers. <laughs> And then we just, you know, through working with the kids, we've gained a few things that would be considered more structured, you know, away from that unschooling philosophy. Mm-hmm. So now I, I clearly put us in the eclectic, you know, do what works, do what works for that kid at that time. Sure. Yes. Whatever reaches them at that moment, that's what you go with.
0: I yes. I can definitely relate to that. Yeah. So, Mike, I can't help but notice that you're a dad and and you homeschool. So, how did that come about?
2: (laughs) Um, It was actually out of necessity. Um, At the beginning of this whole journey, uh, I was actually in the cubicle and had just been working myself to death. You know, it's a typical office situation where they just keep squeezing more and more out of you. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was my third trip to the ER, where the doctor said, "You come back in. You are not coming back out." Thanks. And then that made us sit and pause and take a look at uh, our priorities. Mm-hmm. And my wife's business at home was was starting to skyrocket as you know her her, her writing and everything her content writing, and so we decided that at this point it was time for me to go ahead and come home and um go ahead and uh we had talked about homeschooling before but uh, uh in the context of her doing it and then we decided well you know what uh, the kids already have a great rapport with you you know we want to have you around for them obviously it's time to bring you back mm-hmm. you know my my career's on a steady clip we need to trade spots and we did Ooh. and so i came home and and i never looked back
1: Awesome! Awesome! It's always yeah. exciting to see dads more and more. I see more and more dads all the time that are involved in it, in the and doing the primary homeschooling, which is really
0: cool to see. Yeah, absolutely. So, Mike, tell us about what you do. What is your work at home shtick?
1: Shtick. <laughs> I like that.
2: <laughs> now, mine might be a little unique, uh, as far as from other other homeschool parents, because. I run a comic book convention, <laughs> on the side of raising my kids and homeschooling them, and I also write comics and letter them. So I'm like in this really deep, deep nerdy water over here.
0: <laughs>
2: it's kind of like a one-note guy over here doing the thing with the comics. So that's what that's what I do. I write comics, I letter them, um, and I run a comic book convention. So
1: that's
0: awesome.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I do.
1: We're looking forward to the convention
0: yes
2: great and i'm th- looking forward to it too
0: hey <laughs> well that's
1: good since you're working so very hard on
0: it yeah and tina why don't you go ahead and remind our listeners about what you do
1: oh let's see well i first of all i run my own websites and um don't make a whole lot of money off of that but it's work <laughs> mm-hmm. i did i get some advertisers and over the years actually i did really good with um doing trade for local classes for my kids so I would do like advertising on my I have a local parenting site that I that I started when Maven was a baby so it's been going for what 12 years now I guess wow. and um, and it has all kinds of local homeschool resource or local resources not just homeschool it's got homeschool on it but all kinds of resources, classes, sports, and such. And then I, I would advertise local businesses, and I would be able... And then in exchange, they'd give me yoga classes for my kids, art classes, gymnastics, that kind of thing. And that worked really well for a while. And, um, and then recently, I um, started um, doing web design work and um, web maintenance for people. So now I have about five clients that I do all their editing, you know, add this picture and swap this text out, and can you do this? You know, move this over there, and can you make that look like this? And yeah, that kind of thing. So I really like it a lot. I do uh, do pretty decent for right, you know, considering I was making very little money before. I've actually, you know, doing pretty decent now. So hopefully, it'll continue to thrive. Awesome. So what do you
0: do, Becky? I um I have two um distinct job or two different companies that I work for, um, but I do social media management and um, for Pandia Press, the curriculum company, um, and for the Rogue Festival, which is a a local arts festival that I've talked about before. And um, I also do website maintenance uh, for the Rogue Festival and um, yeah, that kind of thing. And sometimes I take care of other people's kids, which is... Yeah. Yeah.
1: You did that for a while,
0: like a lot. Yeah, I I only do it on every once in a while basis now. Like, oh, you want to go see a concert? Sure, I'll watch your kids. But um, yeah, I did do it for a long time, um, full time, more than full time. Um, But I've backed off from that a little bit and uh, moved more into the the social media management uh, area. So awesome! So that gives us an idea of what we all um, do. And so now I'd like to talk about what an average day looks like. So um, I know there's no such thing as an average day when you're homeschooling. That's one of the things we always say when we do our day in the life interviews. But if you could um, tell us what an average day would look like, Mike, tell us about how it looks for you. Uh,
2: Well, on the days where we where we don't go to uh, our enrichment classes over at Eleanor Roosevelt Learning Center on Mondays and Wednesdays, (laughs) Mike. my my daughters have surprisingly gotten into sleeping in now. <laughs> when I can get them up, then we you know we open up our day with. They usually want to watch uh you know they have media time, and we divide it between media and devices. So it's like okay, mm. so you have X amount of time today. How do you want to spend them? Do you want to watch a program in the morning like Wild Kratz or Curious George or something on PBS? Or do you want to save it for later to watch a movie? What, what do you want to do? So in the morning they have that choice. So usually they go with the the TV while I'm making breakfast for them. They gulp it down and then they they have to go back and make their. You know, they don't have to, but but they go back and they make their bed and you know we get ready for the day. So mm-hmm. you know. Dress, teeth brushed, hairbrush. I I brush hair, and I, I get I give very few frowns for it. I've learned not to not to pull against tangles. I learned hard. <laughs> that that is an art. I didn't know that that was an art. Brushing it really on is. Hair is an art form. <laughs> it is, I've especially had, if
1: I, you've had short hair for so most of your life. Yeah, <laughs> it,
2: it, like it, it 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 is a skill. Yeah, I just wow, I had no idea. <laughs> And then while they're getting ready there, I set up the homeschool table and we go and we start uh, doing our discovery together.
1: Cool.
0: Cool. Um, And so when you're um, working with um, doing the homeschooling, where do you plug in your work?
2: Now, um, at the very beginning, when I started trying to get the rhythm of this whole thing, I'd end up shoving it wherever I could. Any, any any available 5 minute space of anything you know they're taking a break pop yeah. on <laughs> yeah. you know they're eating lunch they, they they can't do anything they're eating lunch i'll do it then too you know oh, and sure. so it used to be any available space and sometimes it still is like that mostly i end up waiting until nighttime so mm-hmm. it does it does extend the day uh, quite a bit i i I'm, I'm sure you guys can relate extend <laughs> your day quite a bit sure but the quality of work you get done with no distractions and not, wor- you know, not stressing out because it's like, oh god, I only got a couple more minutes. They're already finishing the, la- yeah. the last bite at lunch, yeah. you know, or <laughs> whatever. Or somebody coming in asking you a question: Can you fix this on Minecraft or something? You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Totally just right. Distraction free just kind of helps the whole process work better. Definitely. Just and become so- a big fan of coffee. That's. <laughs> really
0: cool. I'm a huge fan of coffee. Um, so, Tina, tell us about um, how your average day looks and, and how you plug in time to have your, your work.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty pretty similar to Mike. Um, I used to plug it in everywhere. <laughs> but um, And my average day kind of changes, as my, our listeners will notice, <laughs> <from> <laughs> week to week or month to month. Um, changes a lot, but right now it's like uh, you get up whenever we get up. And I've been trying really hard to wake up earlier because I've been known to sleep past nine occasionally and I'm <gasps> like that's too far for me I don't want to sleep that late <laughs> so um, go to bed at night around one I figured nine I should have eight hours I'm fine <laughs> so I need to get my lazy butt out of bed but the kids are usually up early Maven's up at the crack of dawn doing her chores does her chores comes in tells me she did her chores can I put the, her hour on the computer go in and put the hour on the computer and then I go back to bed <laughs> <laughs> Tieran gets up whenever it changes every day but they're both up by the time I get up and um breakfast that kind of thing and we're lucky if we get the hair brushed. Heart. we haven't really gotten the hair brushing into that good of a routine yet so mm-hmm. <laughs> so i i admire you for that mike oh, <laughs> I
2: man. Have oh, long
1: fun. hair we have long hair too so i know your girls are kind of medium length so it's probably a lot easier but uh maven like she never remembers to brush her hair so that's a that's a chore there but um and then, um, I usually, I, I always want to get the day started with the schooling before we hit lunchtime, but it almost never happens. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: It's like, cause yeah. we
1: wake up late and I just move slow in the morning. So <laughs> sometimes we'll get started, um, before lunch, but usually it's like, oh crud, now it's noon. <laughs> and then start thinking about lunch and maybe in another hour or two we might have it completed because I'm like, Distraction, distraction, distraction. <laughs> so by around two-ish or so, usually, we've um, got to the point where I'm like, all right, let's get some math done, let's get some some reading done, and um, right, kind of yeah. go with how things are going at the moment. Like, if they're really involved in something, then I'm okay with them being involved, and in. I don't want to interrupt that. You know? mm-hmm. so especially if they're playing together, because it doesn't happen much anymore since Maven's 13 and not interested in playing anymore. Occasionally it still happens so. And they've been really into reading lately. So if they're in the middle of reading, I don't want to like say okay, put your book down. So I'll say can oh, you yeah. finish that chapter or maybe I'll let them go. It depends on how long they've been reading. I might let them go a little longer. I figure that's school time.
0: You know? Yes, definitely.
1: So um and then we get some math that to- actually a lot of times our-, our our homeschooling ends up spreading throughout the entire day in little tiny pieces, which mm-hmm. actually works really well for us I think as long as I can still get back to it again. Sometimes it doesn't happen. But, but it's been working really well lately. It's like, it will be like, I want to order... She knows. She did not even have to come and tell me. She knows she wants to earn another hour on the computer, so she'll just go and do her math. And then she'll say, I did my math. Can I have another hour? So I let them... I spread their computer time throughout the day where they're um, they're allowed to do it after they've finished whatever it is, and then it kind of spurs them to do something else so that they can get another hour, and it spreads their computer time out so they're not on the computer any longer than an hour at a time too so it works really well for us so that kind of spreads throughout the whole day they'll you know we'll do we'll go and sit down together and do some reading of the science or history or whatever we're working on at the that week and um, and then spread that out and then um, pre- before you know it Adam's coming home from work it's like 5 six o'clock and the day just whizzes by doesn't it it's just crazy yes oh, oh yeah fast. yeah it's like, where did the day go? Oh, we didn't get to math yet. Oh, wait. <laughs> We're still working on it when Daddy gets home.
2: <laughs> I'm telling you, it's kind of freaky how it does that. It's it just is. like, I remember sitting in an office and three o'clock would never get I bed. know, right? Right? And it's, then it's just I like, totally crap. Know. crap, it's three. We haven't gotten to our language arts yet. Crap.
1: Right? It's I know. Yeah. Totally, yeah. It goes by so so fast. So, yeah. but then I, I, from the time that Adam gets home until bedtime, I it's all dedicated to, you know, family time. So I don't do any, don't do any work, don't do any, unless some emergency came up with a client. I usually, I used to, like Mike said, I used to squeeze in some work when the kids were busy during the day. But I found that I, I didn't really like how my attention was constantly divided. I didn't really feel like I was paying enough attention to the kids because I was always thinking, thinking about what I needed to get work work done. So I finally mm-hmm. decided if I did it at night, then I would I could shut my brain off that part of my well at least attempt to it doesn't always work. <laughs> shut that, oh, part that part of my brain off so I can focus on them more. And then um, that just felt like a better quality time that we were having together because I'm just too distractible. So that worked really well for me. And so now I don't even I try not to even think about work until. Um, they're in bed once they're in bed, then I, then I, like you said, that nice quiet time where you can focus and assuming I haven't fallen asleep while I'm reading them their bedtime story, <laughs> <laughs> which is another problem. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's how our it goes. How about you, Becky? Well, I completely
0: the opposite of the two of you. <laughs> I roll out of bed, 1030, 11 o'clock <laughs> and my children are already awake and they've already eaten their breakfast usually. And, um, they're doing their own thing and so i use that morning time to um i like to watch the daily show in the morning because <laughs> uh, i'm not going to i'm not going to watch it at night i like to watch it in the morning and so i have my cup of coffee and i you know put on my daily show and i start work on what i need to get done for that day and um i get my you know my social media stuff done and out of the way and any you know any of that sort of work that needs to be done and then um usually about that time, Dean is starting to wake up because, uh, you know, he works nights, so he sleeps even later than I do.
2: Mm-hmm. And, uh,
0: but, you know, he has a good excuse. And um, then we have lunch usually, and then we usually start school. Um, we usually don't start until one or two o'clock in the afternoon, right. but we like it that way because, for one, we, we like mornings to be very quiet so that Daddy can sleep. We live in a, a small house with wooden floors yeah. and, um, and echoey. So it's better to spend mornings being quiet and, and, you know, usually we watch, the kids are watching TV or whatever. And and, um, and then we get dive right into our schoolwork and um, we usually, we stay at the table or the couch or wherever we're working at that moment until we're done. Um, I'm much more regimented in this is what we're going to get done today and you all aren't going to touch, you know, the Xbox or anything until this is done. You know, this is basically the only thing you have to do every day, so you can get it done. <laughs> and um, so we launch right into schoolwork um, and pretty much stay until it's done. Then they get their electronics time, you know, they can play with their Kindles or whatever. Um, I do sometimes find, though, I'm not able to shut off the, the brain as far as work stuff. So sometimes the kids will be doing their schoolwork and I'll be, you know, looking at Facebook or something and I'll see something good. So I'll go and and share it really quick with either the savvy homeschool moms listeners or you know at handia press or what have you um because i have a lot of um hashtags hashtags i have yeah. a lot of hashtags i have a lot of i
1: hashtags. know you're using your fingers right now uh, i it's am like a i totally am going hashtags. oh my
2: god are you making air hashtags
1: yes i am <laughs> oh i'm god. obsessed with air
0: hashtags
1: um
0: in fact I, I had told uh, I was at a rogue meeting recently and I said and during the blah blahs or what the the people do be in between the different shows while they explain the rogue festival and everything and I said I'm gonna carry around chocolate kisses and everyone who I say, who I see do hashtag Rogue Festival 2014, I'm going to give you a chocolate kiss. <laughs> and I, I showed them how to do the little hashtag thing. It's to get people to remember to hashtag things. So I have a ton of hashtags that I track. And um, so sometimes stuff pops up on there, and it's too good not to share right that moment. So yeah,
2: I do. That's so cool.
0: Yeah. So I, I, but it's not really, um, you know, it's it's not difficult. It's like five minutes, not even five minutes, and it's out. And I've, you know, done a little bit of work while I was supposed to be homeschooling. But, you know, it happens. <laughs> So, I like how we all kind of do it a little differently. Um, So, how do you find um, a balance when you're trying to schedule your work tasks and your homeschool tasks, but you still have to find time for, you know, family, friends, sleep, showers? What's
2: a shower?
1: (laughs) Uh,
2: You know, um, I think that's a continuing, I kind of liken it to the idea of, of surfing. You're always trying to catch that perfect wave with the balance of, you know, all of that, all of those things. And, and some days I'm better at it than others. Like there'll be, there'll be days where I realize, you know what? I haven't gone outside today. Yeah. Or the last three days. Oh man. Right? We gotta get outside. Or I just need to go out and, and take a walk, you know, just to breathe. I think it's this con, you know, I finally put post-its up on my computer that, remind give me you know little reminders to do that kind of thing like hey you need to how about going to peeves on you know friday night this week yeah. you know, and having a little downtime so I, i'm finding that i have to get really uh not militant about on it on myself but i have to remember to kick my own butt to yes because i won't
1: Oh no, yeah. I that.
2: you know it's just like oh but the kids need this or you know i always find an excuse or, or work needs this or i i could be working you know it's just like oh man that's what's life then if you can constantly find excuses not to take care of yourself, you know? It's like, what kind of life is that? You gotta do something for you. Yeah, yeah. Every absolutely. now and then, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. What about you, Tina?
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say I felt like I feel like very regularly that um I'm putting fires out all over the place and that's just Because, I know, I've told the listeners many times before, I'm pretty sure I'm ADD, I'm pretty classic, I'm all over the place, so I've just been struggling with it for so long, and finding that if I force myself to make time for something, such as, I'm not going to work on my work until the kids go to bed, then that really helps me a lot, because I'm not not constantly thinking um, about what I need to be getting done. And um, occasionally, ideas will pop up in my head. But the kind of work I'm doing right now, I'm not having... It's not the kind of thing like, like when I was doing um, events, like um, Eggfest and, you know, the stuff for the Discovery Center. Like, ideas would pop into my head. i have to get it on paper. So, But the client work that I'm doing isn't really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, this, my website work for my own websites, I think of ideas. But I have a notebook for each one so that if I think of an idea... And I know it's not the time for me to really be thinking much on it. I can write it down in the notebook and I, I can come back to it later if I remember to look in the notebook later. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, yeah, I just got so tired of feeling like I was constantly running around trying to put up fires all the time. Because even without the work at home, that's what not that what our stay-at-home life feels like constantly?
2: Yes, yeah, I, I have to agree, man.
1: Constantly yeah. putting out fires all over the place. And that, that alone is enough to handle. So I just try to... um. Try to, I found that if I file a lot the time and then remind myself, no, don't think of it now. <laughs> you know, Now is not the time. It really, I don't know, it's just really worked for me to, to know I feel confident because the main reason why I always want to do things right then is because I'm afraid I'm going to forget. So I'm like, if I don't do it now, I'm going to forget. But now I know that I have this allotted time, I'm not going to forget because I have that time and I'm in the routine of doing the work as soon as the kids are asleep. Then I know I'm not going to forget. And then if there's something that I need, you know, a note to myself, I'll put it in the notebook. And then, you know, it's it seems to really work well for me to to keep keep the focus and to help help balance things because it feels really good. It's like this whole big chunk during the day is specifically just for the kids and the house. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that that seems to work really well for me to help balance things is, is is to set aside specific time and and really be strict with myself about that. Excellent. So what do you do, Becky? Um, I don't have a great system like you do. And
0: I wait until I'm to the point of screaming and, and throwing things that I go, <laughs> oh, maybe I need to take some time for me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and not, um, you know, like be giving every single second of my moment of my day to everybody else. <laughs> um, I, I do. I, I'm really bad about that. I'm really bad about making time for myself and, and um, you know, what I need to, to do to take care of me. It's like like my haircut. Like I put my haircut off for so long, I was looking like Severus Snape. And I'm like, I got <laughs> to
1: go and I, Oh, that's funny.
0: I literally couldn't do anything but wear it in a pony because if I let it down, I look like Snape.
1: That's a pretty cool look.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or like you all have seen my hair color, like how long I let it go. I mean, how hard is it to take, you know, an hour and a half or whatever it is to, to color your hair? Goodness. But I just don't. And I'm I'm not yeah. very good at it. And I need to get better at it. And for a while, I was really good at it. Because for a while there, um, our friend and or my friend, um, Nate Butler was doing a silent movie night twice a month. And so it was like my goal, I'm going to silent movie night once a month you know, and just get out and be around adults. And I I called them my non-homeschooling friends because (laughs) we never talked about homeschooling. And it was fantastic. Um, But I don't have that as much anymore. Nate's not been as uh, regular about it. And if he's not regular about it, then I can't be regular about it. So I need to get back into a groove, though. I like the idea of going to Peeves every once in a while. I still have not made it over there yet.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't actually do very good at getting social stuff for myself either. Actually, except I, because um, I was mostly referring to my work that I set aside time for. But now that you mentioned it, yeah, I don't, I'm not very good at setting aside time for myself. Although I, um, I always figure like my kids' playdates are my social time. So because I enjoy that time to be able to just chit chat with friends or when the kids are in enrichment classes, hanging out with you guys, just chit chatting. That's like big time social time for me. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm, i I need that
0: social time. Um, and social time when I'm not focused on the kids. Right. You know, like, uh, that's how I recharge is by going out with, you know, other adults and not having to, you know, what, what math curriculum are you using? How's that working out for you? Or, oh my gosh, my kid mm-hmm. was throwing a tantrum the other day. You know, I need to not think about that for a little while. <laughs> and And thankfully, I have a, a large and fantastic group of friends who totally get that, <laughs> and like other than asking, how are the kids? you know are they still alive?" They pretty much leave me alone on the kids stuff, and we talk about everything else, you know politics and sports, which I don't get the sports thing, but you know people do when they talk about it, and I try to participate <laughs> and like anything but children <laughs> right.
1: it's
2: very nice
1: Mike, do you have a social life that you that helps you recharge
2: um a lot like it sounds like a lot like uh, what you guys are doing right now. Um, I'm finding a social life via my children.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, uh, like those park days are. are
1: yeah.
2: I'm telling you, they're golden.
1: Yeah, I really, I really enjoy that too. Do you get a and chance to get true. alone sometimes?
2: I uh, actually, when y- you know, I talk about writing being the job, and it is, but. But with the kind of writing that I, I do, um, that is very fulfilling in that way. It's oh, like, okay. you know, you're writing this fiction and it's just, it's taxing to, to think about all the bells and whistles that go into it, but at the same time, it is an escape. It's an escape. I get yeah, to yeah. be someone else for, you know, a couple hours mm-hmm. and, and live a different life and, and figure, you know, Figure out stuff in in a different way, and so that that, that is nice. So I I feel very lucky well, and it's great, blessed. It's great, to
1: get, can paid get paid to do it, right?
2: <laughs> oh yes, yes. Although it, it's not as uh, it, it's not as much as what I was doing in the cube, but you right. know, it, of course, the, things will come around. Things will but come it, around.
0: It's worth the. I know for me, it's totally worth the pay cut to not be in the cube anymore.
1: Oh sure. Right yeah to be doing what you love i know that's what i absolutely love about um doing the website work is that i it's just just like you i i feel like i'm recharging when i'm working on stuff like that because i really enjoy it like when it's going well if or if i'm wrestling with something that's not working well of course that's a different story but when it's going well and i'm like oh got that done check that off email them say that's done you know and it feels really good and i'm like doing something really nice with their website if i'm redesigning it or whatever yeah like really really like that i also find I'm a weird one. I actually enjoy going grocery shopping by myself. Yeah. <laughs> like that time by myself listening to a podcast, I re- kind of recharge a little that way too. My husband has been known to to um Occasionally send me on an errand because he knows I wanted to just get out of the house, you know? Like, <laughs> go to McDonald's. And, you know, whatever. He actually, the other day, actually sent me, he's like, why don't you just, you know, go take your laptop and go to Starbucks and get some work done? I'm like, holy cow, did you just say that? It's <laughs> like Christmas! I know! I was
2: like, can really? I get that on a recording so I could just play it over <laughs> and over again? I
1: know! I know, exactly. I was like, what? That's wonderful! Because I got, that was one of the reasons why I was pushing getting a laptop i'm like because then i can take it and i can go get work done and like be by myself and have a mocha and mm-hmm. of course when i got to starbucks it was so packed there was no place to sit i ended up at mcdonald's i was like okay this is oh. my same ambiance <laughs> <laughs> but i was still out of the house so yes
0: that's the important thing is to be out of the house
1: <laughs> out of the house by myself i do want to do some more we got to do some like parents night out things because that's important too. I think, like you said. Yeah. Without the kids. At, and...
2: at Peeves. At Peeves. At Peeves,
1: yeah. <laughs> I don't even Peeves. know what Peeves is. What is Peeves? Is it a restaurant, a bar?
0: It's
2: a pub.
1: It's a yes. pub. Okay, there you go.
0: I've never but it's not just a pub. I mean, it's... I mean, no, it's, it's so much
2: more. They, they yeah. do so many good, uh, cool things there. Um, and the the food that they serve there is all locally sourced and organic. Yep. So it Some comes of the persimmon stuff here. there
0: is from my tree.
2: Oh, Absolutely. cool! Right on. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's pretty awesome.
0: Okay, so um, to wrap all this great thing uh, stuff up, um, Mike, do you have any advice that you would offer to someone who is um, working from home and homeschooling?
2: Yes, I do. <laughs> um, I think the f- first thing I'd say is have a sense of humor. Yes. Okay. Please for love of God have a sense of humor about it. Because there are some days where that's the only thing that's gonna get you through it. And uh, the other thing is that you know, there there have been many times where where I'd said, I am doing this wrong. I I gotta be doing this wrong. This can't be this can't be right. You know, I, I must be doing this wrong. I'm doing this wrong. And having support, finding other people that are doing the same thing, you know, other homeschoolers and stuff, and then you find out, hey, you know what? There's a spectrum. It's not I'm doing it wrong. It's I'm on the spectrum of rightness, and this this works for me, and this works for someone else over here, and someone else is taking a little bit from both, and it just, it boosts your confidence, and all of a sudden, you're just like, you know what? I'm... I'm I'm okay at this. I I don't completely suck. So it's
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> my
2: kids. My kids are happy and 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 thriving. I mean, what else is there?
0: Exactly, right. exactly. How about you, Tina? What would your advice be?
1: i was sitting here trying to think something different because I agree with everything Mike said. <laughs> um, I think I would say find what works for you um, as far as allotting the time to do the work because, I mean, if it works for you to squeeze it in in between things when your kids are eating or whatever, if that works for you, great. I think a lot of people it doesn't work because you find up find that you're, you are end up getting stressed out like I was. And if you do feel like you're stressed out from doing, you know, squeezing it in wherever, then a lot, a set of time because that was one thing that I actually got that advice originally from Allie, Allie Lopreet, Lopreet of the this little Parent Stayed Home podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah and she was saying cuz i was telling her i was so stressed out cuz i had all these websites and this was before i was doing other people's sites this was just my own businesses and trying to dedicate time to them and she's like well just you got to set aside set aside a chunk of time and stick to it like pick your make a schedule loose as you you know however you need it to be whatever cuz everybody's schedule is going to be totally different pick whatever works for you for me it ended up being working on on it at night when my kids are sleeping that works really well for me because I'm a night owl somebody else it might be waking up an hour or two before their kids to get work done in the morning if they're a morning person you know that kind of thing or somebody else that's squeezing it in um like during nap time or something like that whatever works for you and your family but allot that time and then force yourself to stick to that schedule and um and then, re- you know, really respect that time so that you know that this other time is just for the kids and whatever, you know, whatever that's allotted to. So that really respect that time that you've allotted, whatever you've allotted it to. Restic- stick to it. <laughs> that would that would be my biggest piece of advice. What about you?
0: Um, be good to yourself. Like, take it easy on yourself. You're not uh, always going to be able to get everything done every day. Okay. and. If you don't for some reason, that's okay. Because guess what? You get a whole other chance the next day. You know? Yeah. I often go to bed with, you know, clothes in my dryer because I'm like, you know what? I have been folding laundry all day. I've been working all day. And I just don't want to deal with that last stupid load of laundry. <laughs> <laughs> so we can just stay there till tomorrow and it'll still be there when I get up and I can fold it then and deal with it then, you know. Um, but I think be good to yourself is across the board good advice for everyone. I mean, no not just working from home and homeschooling, but, you know, being alive. Yeah. It's, it's good to remember that that you're important too. And, you know, and there's very few decisions that you're going to make on a day-to-day basis that are just going to, like, end the world or yeah. screw anybody up so bad that they can't come back from it.
1: Yeah, and, like, the fear that so many people have that they're that they're not doing it right with homeschooling.
0: Yeah, let that so go.
1: worry about that, and then it's just like, you're, you know, no matter what you do, you're home with them and you're dedicating your time to them. So that alone is, like, huge.
2: <laughs> it, it's a exactly. spectrum of awesome. Just yeah. <laughs> do with it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And some days we're on the
0: high end of the awesome spectrum and some days we're on the low end, but we're still awesome.
2: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Exactly.
1: Well, it all I like works out it. in the end.
0: We should make a graphic of that. I
1: like it's that. Spectrum of awesome.
0: Spectrum of awesome. I like that.
1: <laughs> wait, wait, Mike is a graphic guy. <laughs> I uh, I could make that. Ideas for you there, Mike.
0: It's spectrum of awesome. There's your yeah, new
1: Instagram awesome. graphic.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Well, does anybody have anything else they want to add? No, well, I think I covered it Frick
2: all. It. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm great. I'm set.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us this evening, Mike. We really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to talk to us.
2: Oh, thank you. Um, Have me on again. I'd love to come on sometime.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah. We would love to have you come on again. This was like having like three hosts this time.
2: (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Yay.
0: All right. Well, we'll talk to you soon, Mike.
2: All right. You got it. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: So, that was a great interview with our friend Mike about working at home and homeschooling at the same time. Very fun. Yeah, it was,
1: great. It
0: was a lot of fun to do that interview.
1: <laughs> we had so many technical difficulties initially that we were all just cracking up. Exactly. <laughs> By the time
0: we actually got it to start recording, it was like uh, we were crazed. But that's okay. <laughs> Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. And we look forward to doing more interviews with more people.
1: So, I think that was everything that we planned to talk about today. So if you like our show, please leave us a review on iTunes and tell your friends all about us. Yep. You can
0: follow us on Twitter at Savvy Homeschool, on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Savvy Homeschool Moms, on Pinterest, pinterest.com forward slash Savvy
1: Homeschool, and on Instagram we're Savvy Homeschool Moms. To drop us a line with your questions or comments, email us at moms at Savvy dot com.
0: For links to resources shared in this episode and to view notes on all of our shows, you can visit us on the web at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com.
1: And you can also find Becky on the web at BeckyTatro.com, and I can be found at homeschoolrealm.com. And the links for those are also on the Savvy Homeschool Moms website on our About pages. Well, goodbye, everybody. Have a great
0: week, and come back and take a break with us again next time. Yep. Goodbye. Bye. Hi. So, no. Outie! Well, I dude. don't have anything written up, so I'm doing this on the fly. That's
1: just the faces now. I Hi. Don't know.
2: <laughs> hello, ladies. How are you doing tonight? He
1: sounded like the Spice Guy for a second there. <laughs> <laughs> the old Spice Guy. <laughs> you
2: don't? know. Oh, now
0: look
1: back.
2: I'm home. That <laughs> might be one of my stay-at-home jobs to be the old Spice Guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he said hello, ladies. Hi, this is Tina. I just wanted to do a little setup for the last part of our outtakes reel here. (laughs) So, what was happening is we were trying to record our interview with Mike, and we were having two major technical difficulties. One was that Skype was um, cutting in and out constantly, and then there was also the problem with the recorder where the recorder was not recording me at all and putting them on both tracks, but just like a second delay. So, it was a, a major echo going on. So, that is a little explanation as to why we were cracking up so
2: much. It almost seems like they can't understand each other. Yeah. Well, it's well, Friday. That's... Maybe they're drinking.
0: <laughs> it's Saturday.
2: Oh, ah. <laughs> Is there any doubt that I'm drinking?
0: <laughs> I can't understand oh, a man. word she's saying. I mean, I get that you're, you're saying that there's another program, but if you said the name of it or anything, I, I didn't get that part, but...
2: On my end, it just sounds like you guys are cussing so much that you're getting bleeped every other word. It is glorious. (laughs) It didn't bleep that time either. See, I hope that echoes a second later. (laughs)